Hi you, I'm Lauren. And I'm Mary. We've known each other since we were five years old. Now we're 30 and we've just realized how much we don't know about the world. So join us as every week we present each other two new topics to learn about. Subscribe to Learning with Lauren and Mary to learn along with us. We promise we'll make it fun. Welcome. Welcome to another week with us. Ah, how nice for ah. you. <laughs> Lord and Mary, how lucky you how are. blessed. We are in your ears. We are in your soul. Providing content and happiness. Yes. Get a haircut. Or misery. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling people what to do now. Time. Wear a mask. Yeah. Wear a mask. <laughs> um, the other day I had earrings a mask, my glasses, and headphones on. I looked amazing. My ears were bedazzled. Why were you wearing earrings? It's a pandemic. That's a great question. I was hoping that my ears wouldn't close up. Oh, okay. (laughs) They had. So I had to shove it through. Yeah, that's fun. It makes me feel like I have like, like I'm hardcore, but really I'm not... Like, it's I like just, one little yeah, prick. I just put a hole through my ear, even though it's really always been there and it's not really that closed <laughs> up at all. And I just can't find the hole correctly. Yeah, fine. yeah, that's what it mm-hmm. is. You just like made a new hole yeah. <laughs> through your ear. That's pretty badass. Parent trap style. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So this week we are embracing um, Thanksgiving since that's next week, right? Yeah. If, okay. Yeah. If, um, uh, if no one knew that. Thanksgiving is is this week because we're gonna launch it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's Thursday. This week, this Thursday. Mm, yes. So we thought we would um, discuss some famous Native Americans throughout history because they never get the spotlight shown on them, and we thought we would. All right, let's get into it. So Ben Nighthorse Campbell was born on April thirteenth, Meg's birthday. Meg! <laughs> Meg, this one's for you. Um, but in 1933 in California. Um, he, these are just like some fast facts about him. Just the overview. Um, he was... And on each and every one or wait till the end? Oh, I would like <laughs> your thoughts kidding. on his birthday personally. <laughs> was it a good day? Um, was it a bad day? Good, good day. Good. Lots of threes. Mm, uh, yeah, there are a lot of threes in there. Thank you. Um... So he was the U.S. Uh, House representative for Colorado from 1987 to 1993. Oh, my God. This is too much. He's from California to Colorado. He He's been all over. He's been everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> then he was a senator for Colorado from 1993 to 2005. And he is also – oh, sorry. Please Moving up comment. in the world. Yeah. Okay, good. That's my comment. Good. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> then he is also – a chief of the Northern Cheyenne Indian tribe. Dang. Mm-hmm. So he's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's also done a lot of stuff. Like he. Okay. So in between that, there was other things. There were this other things. The end of the he was like heavily involved podcast. in judo, jewelry making. The guy's done it all. Policy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes. Side hustles. So he was born to a Portuguese mother, and his father is Cheyenne, 
Um, but he also attended like this crow boarding school because they're on the same reservation. Um, and he also might have some like Apache and Pueblo in his blood. They're all kind of mixed around. They didn't do a DNA mm-hmm. test, so we don't really know for sure. Um, and his mom had tuberculosis. His dad was a raging alcoholic. So he spent a lot of time in orphanages. Whoa. And he then was like kind of having a sad childhood. So he dropped out of high school and joined the Air Force. He was an air policeman, which kind of just sounds like you drive around in the air, yell at other airplanes to like stay in their lane. <laughs> but, but I guess wee, isn't that. <laughs> I don't really know what it is, but it's, I know it's probably not that. But just because they haven't, <laughs> none of my um, plane pilots have ever gotten pulled over. So. <laughs> Oh, no, I haven't, I haven't seen yeah. it myself either. <laughs> um, so he did that in the Korean War, and he got a bunch of medals and stuff. So he's done good. Whoa. Yes. Um, then afterwards, he got his GED. He attended San Jose State University, and he got a BA in two of, like, the hardest fields, um, physical education and fine arts. <laughs> Warren, that's a sick burn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can say it because I also have a degree in the fine arts. <laughs> Nice. Um, <laughs> and then he was a member of his college judo team. Um, I guess he learned a lot of, I don't know where he met. Like, was implied that he met a bunch of Japanese people while he was in these orphanages and developed a fondness for judo. Um, oh, like the queen's gambit, except instead of chess, judo. Exactly. Um, and then he actually trained for the Olympics for four years in Japan. <laughs> Um, oh my god for judo yeah Um, he was the first Native American on the US Olympic judo team he this is not where I thought this was going oh yeah no he (laughs) he went straight to the Olympics (laughs) like he was good he got he had medals coming out of his ass like this guy was skilled but then somehow he got injured somebody broke his ankle and he wasn't able to actually medal in the Olympics but I mean he got there he won all Mm -hmm. these national titles and all these other things um, an Olympian. Then he did, and a veteran, right? And um, then he did what anybody with a phys ed and fine arts degree would do, and he became the deputy sheriff in Sacramento, California. <laughs> this makes no, no sense. His life is and wild. I love it. Um, <laughs> but while he was doing that, he was like, "That's not enough for me. I must also coach the U.S. national judo team." And he did. And then he said, "That is still not enough for me." And him and his wife raised a bunch of quarter horses that won prizes. Tiny little horses? Tiny. <laughs> what are quarter horses? I don't know, but I like that idea. I think they're just another type of horse, but I don't really know. I didn't look that up at all, even though I was curious about it. Four horses to one. <laughs> horse for the quarter horses. One-legged horse. <laughs> um. <laughs> Unihorse. <laughs> It's like a pogo stand. <laughs> Just one leg in the middle. <laughs> uh, it's basically continue, a carousel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, while he was in Japan and stuff, he learned some techniques for, like, smithing and shit. Um, okay. Smithing? 
smithing like jewelry work i don't he used learned some sword oh. making techniques and he decided to use non swords and jewelry no i was thinking i was no. thinking we were going going the uh the horseshoe route no like oh that makes sense no it doesn't too many twists and turns so many twists and turns <laughs> and like we still haven't even gotten to what he did in the senate <laughs> so he was elected to the colorado state legislature legislature not legislature as a democrat in 1982 <laughs> And then in 86, he was elected to the House of Representatives. Um, in 1989, while eh, in the House of Reps, he authored a bill establishing the National Museum of the American Indian. He used a bunch of, he started making a lot of jewelry using non-traditional techniques, like things that he learned from Japanese sword makers. Um, and he's won over 200 national and international awards for them. Everything he does is prize winning. Everything. It's pretty nuts. Um, I will never be that accomplished at anything. Never mind nine different incredibly difficult things. Completely different mm -hmm. things. Like I'm sitting here like, well, it's too late for me to, to learn the piano. <laughs> right. <laughs> the guitar. <laughs> um, and they sell for like thousands of dollars. I looked up his jewelry. It's beautiful. It's like really well done. It's good stuff. It's, I mean, we can't afford it, but it's like a lot of oh, okay. horses and we, I don't know. Do you have thousands of dollars you want to spend on a pendant? No. Okay. Then yeah. We, not today. Not today. Um, once our listeners send us our money <laughs> via our, our con scam, we'll, we'll be. So he's still alive. Yeah. He's still alive. He's, he's still making jewelry. He's 87 making jewelry. Yeah. Thriving. Okay. Okay. Thriving. Now we will get into his political career. Also, at some point, he moved to Colorado. He established that? Is that the Smithsonian? Yeah. Do you know where, where is it is? Oh, that's the one in New York. Yes. New York. I didn't know it was in New York. Bowling Green. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You've been? Well, when I first came uh, to New York, I looked at what museums were free. Mm, it is free. That's how I roll. It is free because it's a Smithsonian. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Smithsonian. And uh it was closed for a while and i couldn't go in well when the world opens back up i would love to go if you want to come with me all right we'll go yeah we'll document our time yeah it was really cool um and then in 1992 he was elected to the senate and he became the first democratic native american senator since the 1920s this is a fun fact he was the f well this was like later when he was in the senate but still while he was in the senate he was the first mm -hmm. American Indian chair of the Senate Indian Affairs Committee. So prior to that, no Indian Americans were making decisions for the Indian Americans. Isn't that fucked up? It's incredibly fucked up. But after what I research, not surprised. Damn. Yeah. Then he did something wild because we know this man is nuts. Ooh, what did he do? He just straight up <laughs> switched to the Republican Party. Well, he generally voted more in line with the Republicans. Um, and then he the straw for him was he disagreed with like this budget bill the Democrats were coming up with. And he was like, mm. I'm Republican now. But it didn't matter. He was, do it. he was always reelected in like a landslide. Wow. Yeah. Because he's the most successful <laughs> human. He really is. He also created the um, Sand Creek Massacre Historical Site, which is in Colorado. Um Mm -hmm. Another instance of just a bunch of white men murdering a bunch of Native Americans for no yeah. reason. Um, he wow. had a bill to protect wilderness areas. 
And then he pivoted a little bit because that's what he do. And we go back to his roots and he passed a bill about involving prevention of fetal alcohol syndrome. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) He did a lot. He passed more public laws than any other individual member of Congress at the time he was in office. Uh, I think it's important to note that he did support Roe v. Wade. Um, so ah. in favor of abortion. Check mark. Yes, but then he voted for the Defense of Marriage Act. Then we have some fun facts about him, which may <laughs> not be that fun. Like he may, he's married to a public school teacher, Linda Price. They have two kids, four grandchildren. So he does not believe okay. in he does not believe in same sex marriage, which isn't great. Okay. He did vote against the bill eventually, but that's because he thought it should be left to the states and not the federal government, not because he disagreed with the policy. Hmm. So not the best. There's a lake in Colorado named after him, Lake Nighthorse. Cool. He supported Miller's investigation of the president. Um, He did oppose impeaching Trump, but that's because he just knew it would just die in the Senate. And he was like, "Eh, it's a waste of time. But he wasn't in the Senate at that time, so whatever. Um, he was didn't matter that much. Then he did something really, really weird, and he, w- he went on Breitbart. <laughs> uh oh. Um, and he defended American monuments to like bad people, you know, like Christopher Columbus and and, oh. and Andrew Jackson, Trail of Tears, saying. But mm. but what he said was like, you need to tell the whole story. You can't just erase part of history because you don't like it. What he said was actually okay. Oh. Um. So he's just not angry and it's like the statues are tradition. No. He's like he was like we should explain it. Yeah. But they can stay. He was more of the opinion that like things won't change unless you tell people what happened, the full story, or else you're bound to repeat it. Um got it. And then he received his middle name, Night Horse, in a traditional Northern Cheyenne naming ceremony after college. Um and I tried ah. to look up what that is. In it. A naming ceremony. Yeah, for the Cheyenne tribe. And I couldn't really find anything because I think they don't want me to know. And then just a couple facts about the Cheyenne people. Their current. Do you know where their current reservation is? No, I don't. Okay, well, the Northern Cheyenne, which he is a member of, uh, they're in southeastern Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have not that much land. Uh, there's about like 5,000 people living there. And the Crow Nation is also on their reservation. And that is Ben Nighthorse Campo. Love it. Uh, where can we purchase his jewels? I just want to support small businesses. Okay. This holiday if you season. go to the sorrelskygallery.com slash collections slash Ben dash Nighthorse, uh, you will see his jewelry. And if you have a quick $5,000 to spend... You can get yourself one of these necklaces. We should take a break. Great. We're back. Uh, The second uh, Native American individual we'll be talking about today is Wilma Mankiller. Love her already. Yes. How many many men has she killed? Um, none. It's a family Damn name. It. Um, she actually, there's a quote from her that's kind of funny. She, uh, was at a conference, uh, in like the 90s. She said, 
I've taken a fair amount of teasing about my name during this conference, and I finally got a little tired of it last night when I got in the elevator and a man teased me about my name, Mankiller. He asked me about the origin, and I said it was a nickname and that I'd earned nice. it. <laughs> I love it. I thought she was going to say, and that man never got off the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she's heard it all. Every pun, everything you can think of, she's heard it all. What murderer is like blatantly like, <laughs> manslaughter <laughs> McGee over here? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. Hi, uh, great to meet you. I'm... um. Homicidal Harry. Oh, nice to meet uh, you. I'm Burglar just... Barry. <laughs> Burglar Barry. Great. <laughs> so Wilma, over her, her life, was an activist, uh, an advocate for Native Americans and awesome. for women. And her claim to fame is that she was the first female principal chief of Cherokee Ooh. Nation. That's a big deal, right? Because Cherokee Nation is huge. It's huge. It's about... 300,000 people. Um, so she was born in Oklahoma in 1945. She So the reason why they're in Oklahoma, her family, is because her great-grandfather uh, survived the Trail oh of Tears, forced relocation. Um, her father is Cherokee, and her mom is uh, Dutch. Oh, cool. She grew up there for about 11 years, and... She was on the reservation. They didn't have running water. They didn't have electricity. None of that mm -hmm. stuff. Very, very poor. She says she didn't really realize she was poor until she moved to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So her family was part of uh, the Indian Affairs Relocation Program. Um, so they do relocation and like assimilation. Right. And her father chose San Francisco uh you know, I think there was a drought on the land and he just wasn't getting a lot of work. So assimilation did not go mm. well. Um, they were very, very poor, especially uh, compared with modern day civilization. She was in these like really terrible neighborhoods in San Francisco, really poor, bullied mm. a lot um, <clears throat> and just like didn't feel connected with, you know, her culture anymore. She found a way to get back to her culture by working with uh, the San Francisco Indian oh, cool. Center. Um, so did a lot of community service with them um, during her time. She also was a part of the re reclamation of Alcatraz Island. Wow. Did you know no. about this? So there was an occupation of Alcatraz Island by... By who? The prisoners <laughs> by Native American. So Alcatraz was mm -hmm. a prison and then it right. shut down. So according to a treaty from a long time ago, it's uh should be basically going back to the Native Americans. Most things should. <laughs> right. So basically there's a giant protest there. It got up to about four hundred by people. the Native Americans because they weren't gonna give it by back the to Native them. Americans. God, the white Correct. man <laughs> really just can't stop fucking really them over. Shitty. That's just like so, so upsetting. Like they have nothing. Give them Alcatraz Island, Jesus Christ! I know it's a friggin' they stole this whole country from them. I know. So it was an occupation that lasted nineteen. Oh months. my god! So there were about eighty-nine people that were basically part of like 
the oh, occupation. They should be uh, giving lessons to us all right now and how to protest. I know. So they were there for a very long time. They had like supplies oh, wow. sent over and water and and she was over there the whole time or just and she was over there for i don't know exactly if it was right. the whole time um but you know they didn't get everything they wanted out of it they ha- they ended up having to leave because it's just too hard to live in the middle of a lasted incredibly a really windy long rocky island mm-hmm. like people died oh like God. a child fell off and died yeah it wasn't great and obviously they did not get the territory Oof. back i believe it's national park uh, uh the old loophole <laughs> <laughs> but that's true but it inspired more native american movements and just shed light on their situation okay. in general um so it was a turning point i would say they said when i was reading about it they were like uh the first time native americans stood up to like the government the federal government was was with general Custer. yeah that was that happened in ago. montana where the Cheyenne people were. That's oh, what there you go. That area is famous for Little Big Horn. Cool. So, so then the second time they stood up to the federal government was the occupation of. Oh, Alaska so this is like landmark event. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. For sure. It's too bad we didn't learn about this at all. No, I even went to Alcatraz Island, and they're like, "This was a prison, and now it's a shut down <laughs> so prison." <messed> up. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So she also uh, did some work with the Black what? Panthers. What, girl? Community work. Yeah. Um, Damn, this whole her. time, you know, this whole time she's struggling with homesickness, racism. Mm-hmm. She ends up getting married. Um, she finds someone there. She becomes a social worker. Um, she has. She goes back to mm-hmm. school. Um, she buys a car um and drives herself around which her does not make her husband really he does not like that she's independent oh my god okay she takes her two kids she has two kids she goes to native american events up and down the coast so the two things she accomplished there that i just thought were interesting were uh she helped raise funds uh for legal defense in reclaiming native american land stolen during the gold Mm. rush that was big she also did work to eventually pass a law called the Indian Child Welfare Act. So this was so that children, Native American children, would uh, not would only be adopted by other Native American families, oh. which would perpetuate their culture. Okay. So she was really for like the the perpetuation of Native American mm-hmm. culture because of her own experience. Right. Like she just you know, was taken out mm-hmm. of her own. So she wants to make sure, right. you know, personally yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I totally agree with that, but I don't know if I disagree with that. I think that there's a lot more behind it. Yeah. Like, I don't think um, potential like child abuse mm-hmm. and stuff like oh, that, God. that she was trying okay. to avoid as well. In the seventies, mm. she went back to Oklahoma mm. where she was raised and she brought her family. She actually, Went through a bunch of struggles here. She got mm, divorced. Good. That guy sucked. <laughs> I know. She act. This was really shitty. Her when she was driving. So she went back to go to school and to like raise her family with the ideals of the Cherokee. And 
she was just kind of living her life helping the community when she was driving one day and a car incoming car hit her in the car was her best friend her best friend passed my god from the car accident i know and then she had to undergo facial reconstruction i know oh my god shortly after that i'm just gonna pile it on for you she found out she had a neuromuscular disease. Oh, jeez. I know. So, against all odds, she continued working for wow. her community. What a champion. She was chosen as the deputy chief. Okay. Uh, or a chief. I forget his name. She ended up being... She was very progressive, so she wasn't really for casinos but she ended up working with the community and ensuring that if they were to um, to take on like casino mm-hmm. revenue, that it would go to job training mm. uh, and health. She's good. I know she's got it all like literally did everything. Um, she ended up being so she ended up being chief because he stepped down. Okay. But then she won two terms on her own after Hell that. Yes, so she, she did. served basically three terms. She did. But that was not without challenges, of course. of course. So you'd think she went back to her community and you know they all accept her and everything's great. But that was not the case. So the Cherokee practices matrilineality. Mm-hmm. So the family line is led Women. by the mom and the mom owns the kids. The mom owns the land. Okay. But... Western culture started to seep mm. in and or like, yeah. So the patriarchy, so men really, you know, were kind of against that. <laughs> surprise, so surprise. They were... <laughs> the, the men <laughs> so, are at it again. <laughs> I know. Let us have one like... thing. <laughs> <laughs> you would think like she did all this shit in San Francisco. She came mm-hmm. back to help her mm-hmm. community. In like the most generous of ways, and they're like, mm, "No, we don't want a female chief." At that point, you just gotta lean into your last name <laughs> and eliminate eliminate <laughs> the men anyway. <laughs> I think that's why she developed such a sassy exterior. <laughs> so she was they're incredibly sexist. Her tires were slashed. She received oh death my threats. god, give this woman a break. Against all odds, she became the chief. This was the first time she was wow. actually voted in as chief. And received little support from the tribal well, council I would like to speak to them. the whole time. I know. I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> but during her time as mm-hmm. chief, she increased employment rates for the oh. Cherokee. She, like, tripled tribal enrollment. Wow. And the infant mortality rate declined significantly. All right. So she helped with education, culture, general overall lifestyle, community development. She mentored. She developed like a mentoring center. Oh, my God. For women. She that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. She's listening to that. I know. I feel so unaccomplished. She developed for her. I know. That's how I felt exactly. Um, 
she made her her Cherokee Nation more independent, mm -hmm. like financially. Wow. Uh, they're able to actually make decisions on what happens with the money they receive, and she helped um, with relations between like the Cherokee and the federal Jeez. government. So, you know, everything. <laughs> right. Like she gave them running oh water. Oh my god. And they're still like, mm, no, I don't want a female. Yeah, they're so emotional. The way they just get things done. And <laughs> yeah, the way she literally and just change our stop. lives for the better. I just like don't know if I can get behind that. <laughs> right before she was, um, they the vote. I guess for the first time she was going to mm -hmm. become chief. She also had a kidney transplant. Was in the stop hospital. it. No, <laughs> I know. This poor lady. And then she like got out of there. She's like, nope, I gotta oh, do shit. Oh my god. I would be like, I gotta slow down. Yeah, so she died of pancreatic mm. cancer, um, but accomplished a lot for she her. She died own recently, right? And like 2010 for, or something. For women. 2010, yep. Um she had four honorary honorary doctor fourteen honorary doctorates. 14? Inducted into the women's Obama hall of fame. Have, by comparison. I just I have no idea. I don't know. We lot. can't compare people. <laughs> I know. I don't. Uh, Women's Hall of Fame. She was like basically honored and recognized by every publication. I have time top 100 in here. And then the ultimate honor was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Wow. I know. So I just it's hard to like <laughs> understand everything she did because she just touched on like every part of life <laughs> for these people that's crazy from education to like finance everything i would also like to say that i just looked it up and barack obama also mm -hmm. has 14 honorary degrees <gasps> Tied. so she is presidential does obama have the presidential medal of freedom i don't think I mean, so because he, he can't yeah, give it I to was himself gonna say, i don't think he could do that <laughs> well there you go there's a documentary if anyone's interested it's on pbs I love pbs man killer you'd think man killer would be about like another one of those, like murders like, true, true crime dogs <laughs> yeah that's uh, pretty funny i bet a lot of people are watching that and then they're like wait this is actually just as interesting <laughs> true even more interesting mm. depending on the murder so i hope i did her justice. i think I you like did an idiot. this thanksgiving and think about how much more accomplished we could be if we just tried a little bit and overcame failure and yeah so i don't want to hear anybody problem again yep that's that wow well i don't really know what to say now i'm just like wow just, just wow. wow and now we'll have 15 minutes no to think about that <laughs> we just, let's uh let's just sign off Let's okay. sign off. Oh, hold on. I don't remember. You never remember. We have yeah, one it. thing I that we it. say every episode. Okay. I got it. I'm going to let you do it by yourself so I can see if you got it. Okay. Good night and Very leave us good. alone. <laughs> good night. Thanks so much for listening. Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts. If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning at laurenandmary.com.